On a Sabbath, Jesus went to dine at the home of one of the leading Pharisees, and the people there were observing him carefully. He told a parable to those who had been invited, noticing how they were choosing the places of honor at the table. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not recline at table in the place of honor. A more distinguished guest than you may have been invited by him, and the host who invited both of you may approach you and say, give your place to this man, and then you would proceed with embarrassment to take the lowest place. Rather, when you are invited, go and take the lowest place so that when the host comes to you, he may say, my friend, move up to a higher position. Then you will enjoy the esteem of your companions at the table. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Then he said to the host who invited him, When you hold a lunch or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or your wealthy neighbors in case they may invite you back and, and you have repayment. Rather, when you hold a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind. Be blessed indeed will you be because of their inability to repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. The Gospel of the Lord. So today we're invited to an eternal wedding banquet. You have an invitation to a, a wedding. And this is not a mere human wedding. This is the wedding banquet hosted by Jesus' Father. And he has invited the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind. And the virtue of humility will prompt God, our Father, to respond to us and say, friend, move up to a higher place. And humility is no fun, is it? I'm always struck with how often the scriptures talk to us about humility. And I guess it hits me that way because I probably need to be humbled a lot. And I, it, it, preaching, or doing ministry or music is a humbling experience, let me tell you. I've experienced it many times. But often when we think of humility, we think of it in that way, and it's kind of a negative connotation. And we remember those, all those times of embarrassment, but humility really is much more than that. Humility is actually placing others above ourselves their needs above our own needs. And humility is actually using the God-given talents that he's given to each one of us to serve others. That's what humility is. So it's not about demeaning ourselves or putting ourselves down, it's, but it's also not about exalting ourselves 
And it's knowing our place in life and realizing that also that we are flawed. And that's why we began our Mass today with the Confidior, when we said, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, pray for me, my brothers and sisters, because we are realizing that we are faulty. And that's where I think that the sacrament of confession offers so much to us, because that's a place where we go and we humble ourselves even if we're repeating those same sins, we're going to acknowledge that we need to grow. Because as we talked about, as Jesus talks to us all the time and exhorts us that really, we must always be growing in our faith and it takes effort. We have to put work into our faith or it will die, just like any other relationship. Humility is so rare today. And why is that? Because we live in this society of self-adulation and exaltation. I mean, just look at any football game or, you know, and after a great play, what is somebody doing? They're standing up and they're beating their chest, right? Like, look at me. And look no further than some of the uh, popularity of the acting and the musical award shows. We love to see those. Best actress, most, uh, uh, and, or, or we look at sports, comeback player of the year, and awards like that, ESPN awards, and Facebook. We could look at Facebook, and I guess Facebook would probably be a place that could be dangerous because we could, that's a place of self adulation for sure. And I guess that people that spend a lot of time on Facebook really are depressed sometimes because they look at other people's lives and they say, wow, my life isn't that happy. But it's not real all the time either, is it? And so we look to Jesus and who says to us, learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. That's what we said in our gospel acclamation. And as we look to Jesus, it brings to mind Paul's famous words to the Philippians. And, and he says that do nothing out of selfishness or out of vainglory. Rather, humbly regard others as more important than yourselves, each looking out not for his own interests, but also for those of others. And there you have it. It comes down to love, doesn't it? And love is always other-centered as we look upon the cross. And Paul would continue and he says, have among yourselves the same attitude that is also yours in Christ Jesus. And that's why we spend time in our faith. That's why we spend time coming to Mass to, to inherit that same mind of Jesus. And so as we prepare now, to receive our Lord, may we contemplate Jesus who is meek and humble of heart. And may we consider our Lord's example who, even though Jesus was God, emptied himself, he did not deem equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he emptied himself and he took on the nature of us, the form of a slave. And in humility, 
Jesus became obedient, even unto death. Death on a cross. We can look at the cross as the model of humility. And we can look at the Eucharist as the model of humility. Jesus became small so that he could become, uh, that he could enter into us and make us bigger and grow. And it is here at the cross, as we learn that John the Baptist says, that we must become small and humble. And so that we might decrease, as John the Baptist would say, so he might increase. And so when we receive Jesus, we ask him to increase in us so that maybe others might follow that same path to humility and likewise put others first.